Today's show is sponsored by Miracle Made. And oh my God, you guys, you know that I love a luxurious set of sheets. And I now have such a set of sheets because of a miracle made. They are bedding that has been inspired by NASA. They've got silver infused fabrics that actually make temperature regulating a thing. Uh, so you're not like getting too hot or too cold or whatever, you know, the whole thing that happens with your body's temperature losing its mind. Miracle made helps with that. One of the little things that my husband particularly loves about Miracle Made is that it like doesn't have as much bacteria as regular sheets because of it's infused with this silver that prevents up to 99.7% of bacterial growth. So it leaves the sheets cleaner for longer. And then the thing for my husband is that it doesn't give him acne, which is like an issue for some people. But more than all of that, it's just luxuriously comfortable and delightful. And it has that cooling feeling while also being cozy. Very hard to achieve those two things at the same time. I mean, miracle made, come on, well done. So here's what I think you should do. I think you should go to trymiracle.com slash fake the nation and buy some sheets today. And if you order today, you can save 40% off. Use the promo code fake the nation at the checkout and you'll get three free towels and save an extra 20%. So there's just a lot of savings here, folks. Order today, you'll get 40% off. Use the promo code fake the nation. Go to trymiracle.com slash fake the nation. And Miracle's so confident in their product, it's backed with a 30 day money back guarantee. So if you're not 100% satisfied, which I don't see happening, um, you'll get a full refund. Upgrade your sleep with Miracle Made. Go to trymiracle.com slash fake the nation and use the code fake the nation to claim your free three-piece towel set and save over 40% off. Again, that's trymiracle.com slash fake the nation to treat yourself. Thank you, Miracle Made, for sponsoring this episode. Fake the Nation, episode 157. Hi. Hello. Hi, Hi Thank you so much, for Ashley. Nice Thank you so Jamie. much for... Hi, Jamie. You nice guys are you. both heroes to Fake the Nation because the... Um, this you're not even the original neither of you are the original lineup of this panel this week like everybody canceled there's fucking apocalyptic rainstorms like I got I'm in this writer's room and the fucking schedule got fucked up like this is the cursed show and you guys are saving it so thank you so much we're here to save one Hello, hello. This is Fake the Nation, where we talk about news, we talk about politics, and where we brave apocalyptic thunderstorms to make it to the studio so that you guys, the people of Fake the Nation, can have a show. Uh, I am your host, Nagin Farsad, and this week uh, we're going to talk about, oh my God, so many things. We're going to talk about the squad. Also, is it problematic to call him the squad? Thank I you. Don't know. That was I the don't first know. thing I was going to say. We're also going to talk about uh, Mitch McConnell and his Senate race, and finally, we'll talk about the lost art of of human touch. Um, I'm really excited by this panel, you guys, because first of all, one of them doesn't even fucking live here, and here she is. You know what I mean? She transported herself from the mean streets of Los Angeles yeah. to New York City. Um, she has a, uh, I mean, she has like a very storied and and wonderful uh, comedy history. 
most currently, though, you can catch her work um, uh, in on Lifetime's Amer- uh, show American Princess, which you should definitely watch. It's such a fucking wonderful premise for a show. Wait, tell them the premise real it, The quick. premise for the show is based on my true life story adventures working on the Renaissance Festival circuit. Stop actually. it. That's so, amazing. Yeah, I ran away to the Ren Fair. She ran away to the Ren Fair and her name is Jamie Denbo. And you can actually so see it on you. Amazon Prime for $19.99. I know it sucks you have to pay for it, but it is very bingeable. So is it's, it also on demand on Lifetime? It is on demand on, on demand. Lifetime yeah. as well, yeah. Which is how mm-hmm. I do I'm sorry. I'm one, yeah, of, I'm do one it. of those people that still you and has my mom. cable. No, Come you, on. And my, you and my mom can sit um, and watch it together. I don't smoke. I don't drink, but I have cable. You know what I mean? Um, okay, uh, we're also really excited to have, for the first time on the show, she's a regular on uh, at the UCB. You can see her perform there all the time. She's on one of the house teams, which is like the one of the fancier designations in the improv world, you guys. Oh, thank you. Um, and uh, she's so funny, you guys. It's Ashley England. Hey, Ashley. Hi, Ashley. thank you so much for having me. Oh, my God. Um, you guys, let's get into it with uh, topic number one. There it is. Sorry, I felt it was time for church. (laughs) I know. Um, All right. So, you guys, this week we saw... um, I'm just... I'm actually A real real elevation in discourse? Is that true? A real elevation in discourse. Um, And I'm already... Like, I'm starting it out with a sigh because I'm just annoyed by everyone in this story, to be honest. Obviously, Mm -hmm. the racist in chief is the worst part of the story. But there was a there was an intra party squabble between what we're calling the squad, which is um, minimizing. Mi- yeah, and but I mean, I think they also self declare. Okay, the but squad. I wish they would not. Right. Okay. Oh, well, let's. It's... Can we talk about who they are? Yes. Uh, who are they? They are Ilana Mar. They are uh, Alessandra Presley. They uh, are, Ayana Presley. Ayana, sorry. Mm-hmm. And then Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Jesus Christ, I can't speak. <laughs> it's really um, early. The earliest we've ever taped Fake the Nation. Continue. And Rashida Tlaib. Yeah. And, and um, I, I don't love the whole squad designation, whether it comes from them or anyone else. It would be worse if it came from other people, but I don't like it because, it. first of all, squad goes right back to cheerleading squad, which mm-hmm. I don't. I think is is inaccurate. I yeah. think they're not cheerleaders. They are the players on the fucking field. Yeah. Oh. So that's number one. Hey, I like that. Number two, the way squad has been sort of reappropriated in our regular, in the time that we're in now, is just this like, my squad. Like, it sounds like a bunch of drunk girls well, yeah, at a party. It's like Taylor Swift's democracy I can't, I don't is like what's it. happening. And it, it's certainly how, how, unfortunately, how men in power see that word and that designation. So it just find it, it is, minimizing, minimizing as a whole. Yeah. And I don't like it. And I don't like it as a self-proclaimed thing. I don't like it at all. They are they are leaders. They are elected leaders. Let's treat them They're as grown-ass women. That's right. Yeah. I, I, and I also don't like the casualification. No, I don't That's either. That's my of problem. Of the political process no. when yeah. we call people squad no. and stuff like that. I don't Ashley. like it. Well, just couldn't you, if you're going to name yourself something, come up with something cooler than squad. <laughs> yeah. Like there's more it's also exciting. very, like, it's very 2010. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like yeah. Uh, the four strong horsewomen. I don't know. Like <laughs> something good, something good and powerful and scary. Like that would have been right, a greater right. choice. <laughs> Is that the title of our show, The Four Strong yep, Horse I think so. Should be. Um, okay, so so basically what happens is there's there's squabble, intraparty squabbling between um, and, and they represent uh the very progressive wing of the party. Although I would have I, I would like to also point out they're not the only progressives. It's no, not they're like not. there's four progressives and then everyone else <laughs> no. is a piece of shit. I, I agree. I'd say generally like the Democratic Party has like a ton of progressives and they're 
they're moderates. And also, they're people, you know, the moderates may be secret progressives who have to run I agree. in, I don't in think, red I don't think moderate, districts. Moderate, to me, seems to imply in this context that they are people who like are— Like garbage people. Kind of, <laughs> yeah. Well, they're, they're, they're pol- politicians to the core. And the thing yeah. is, is we don't have a politician in the White House. We don't need more politicians on our side. I mean, I really I really believe that. Yeah. You know, it's, I, I don't—it's funny because it used to be that liberal was a dirty word and now moderate's a dirty word. And I'm like, you guys, can we just respect everyone on the spectrum? There's yeah. actually no dirty words on that spectrum. Except um, Pelosi. So the, they, had a, they had a battle over the uh, immigrant—sorry, uh, no, the border funding of the, of the humanitarian crisis mm-hmm. um, of the detention centers bill. And they wanted to do a quick and dirty, let's fund—let's just throw together a bill, fund this thing. And the squan, the horsewomen— um, <laughs> The horsewomen. Say horsewomen. <laughs> the thunderous horsewomen wanted to take this opportunity to, like, really t- um, uh, hold Trump's feet to the fire and, like, do something more aggressive um, and, 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 and maybe get other uh, aspects of immigration reform. Um, onto the fore, Nancy Pelosi was like, no, we just got to do this thing. We got to do it quick. Um, in the midst of this kind of, like, back and forth, she did an interview with, uh, what's her face, Maureen Dowd of the New York Times, mm-hmm. in which Maureen Dowd was like, so these four ladies are, like, really, like, you know, uh, a thorn in your side, huh? And more, and and Nancy Pelosi was like, well, I mean, they're four votes. You know what I mean? So she kind of, but I mean, and it's funny because it was seen as, like, the biggest insult to call them four votes or whatever. But I was sort of, like, not totally insulted by that on their behalf. I, by the way, want to say that I'm a fan of these four I ladies. I understand. Yes. Yeah, no, I don't think, I think it was a legitimate response to someone who's in the position that Nancy, Nancy Pelosi is in. You know what I mean? I don't Wrangler I don't, of cats. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, is that I, it, it's hard because you look at the system, which is so broken and so corrupt and so, you know, the problem with the Democratic Party for so long is compromise, compromise, compromise mm-hmm. and and pacification, pacification, pacify everybody, pacify everybody, right? We've got these four people who are finally willing to get up there, although, you know, and Bernie Sanders has been doing that for a while, you know, get Stand up. Stand their ideological ground. Correct. And the problem is, is they're working within a system that is going to work against them as it just did, okay? So I think that Nancy's like, I told you, if you work in that way, you'll get less than what you want, you know what I mean? And it's like, okay, well, we might have known that, but if we don't take the steps. So I understand both sides. I just, I ideologically agree with our horsewomen. Right. Um, and, and totally. I think, though, and I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but like one of the things that people talked about in 2016 about Bernie was that he didn't actually have the longest legislative record because he was too much of an ideological purist right. in his Senate right. career. Right. Right. So there wasn't as much. Uh, and there again, wasn't, I'm, I'm going to get, I feel like I'm gonna get 75 emails about this, but like, I feel, yeah, there wasn't as much concrete, just like a record because he was not flexible and compromising in that way. And the problem with democracy, especially the House of Representatives, when you're merely one of 435, is that you have to have a measure of compromise and to be able to get something Except that in that, and then that goes back around to like, well, it was only four votes. So actually they were able to stand their ideological ground without 
ruining the process. Bringing it all down. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah. So, I mean, in some ways, everybody's kind of right. I mean, does that... So are I we mean, grateful I think, that I, Racist and right. Cheese just took... Reunited them? I mean, Well, is, and, and I think... And before we get to that, I just want to say, I think what's, what's great about the role that they could play is just moving people to the left and generally yes. always reminding them, like, yes. whether or yes. not they stand their ideological ground... I don't, you know, let, but they're there, I think, to just as a reminder. But it doesn't need to be a fucking epic battle because then what happened was um, AOC said that, you know, Nancy Pelosi is picking on four women of color, which I, this is, again, when this is when the left eats the left. Yep. Because I wonder, I bristle at that because I don't think Nancy Pelosi is racist. Um I don't know, Ashley. What do you think about that? I just aspect think of it. so. We're it's like a whole new political world right now, yeah. a new political landscape, yeah. and no one knows no how one to knows. handle it. And yeah. I think Nancy has the worst job in the world mm-hmm, right now, mm-hmm. or one of them. There's Agreed. probably a few of those. Yeah. Um, but I think she just is trying to still be like her political player self, but I don't know that she can anymore. Like I think we've moved. We're like in a new. There's like a new mind. They don't play by to, the rules. Right side doesn't play by the rules at all. Yeah, why, why are we, we still playing yep. by the rules? This we're is very good at compromise and very good at being like yeah because we're a comparative of the compassionate. Okay? Yes, I mean it, which is great, but doesn't work in the system. Right. Unfortunately, what fe- what felt a little strange to me about that whole moment though was that when people were attacking Elon Omar for being anti-Semitic. Everyone include, you know, was like, she is not, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And we stood behind her and we're like, you can't wield that kind of insult um, willy nilly. And then I feel like what happened was then Nancy Pelosi was basically, you know, in so many words being called a racist. And then we're wielding that insult willy nilly. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. if it felt bad when Elon Omar got it, it should feel bad when Nancy Pelosi gets it. And that is and I I get this is so complicated, but complicated. Complimented, you guys. <laughs> it's so complicated, you guys. And like, I totally, I mean, and I hear, and please tweet me in a gentle and nice way if you totally, <laughs> if you disagree. I want to hear. I want to hear all of it. But it's because it is complicated. I get it. I get it. But I also just want to, I just want to like feel the f- shoes, be in a, shoes a, and a, feel them. As a Jew. I want to feel a, shoes. As a Jew. What? As a Jew, say I, I just want to say yes. that I myself truly believe you can criticize Israel without being anti-Semitic. And I don't understand why this is such a complicated concept for my fellow generational ex-Jews and those. I get why it's a little bit more complicated for the general uh, generation before me because that was the one that touched, you know, touched the concentration, everything else. Mm-hmm. But we need to progress in our worldview um you know part of the let i just want to say this i know that we're going off topic but the lessons of the holocaust are to never forget not so that jews alone run and scatter constantly but so that there is no oppression as a whole so that genocide doesn't continue as a whole as we all know that's impossible our world is full of genocidal tendencies however the wrong lessons have been taken and 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 that's why you know fox news is able to eat brains like those of my parents, you know, who Israel, 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 Israel. And it's it's extraordinarily difficult um, to just blanket say that someone is interested. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I agree. And also, I, as an Iranian-American Muslim female, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. if you guys disagree with me, I don't think you're xenophobic. 
Do you know what I mean? If you criticize something that I'm doing, I don't think you're doing it because you're xenophobic, right? So like, right. it's uh, I, I, it, we've got to be able to like learn that. This is the discourse that. that is in. Why are we able to do this, but our elected officials are not? Because they don't we, have podcasts. Fair enough. <laughs> they should um, all have a podcast. So okay, and so now I feel like so that's that's what happened on the left, and now we're gonna go into like a topic 1.9. And we're going to, like, enter the president, okay? Oh, oh, oh. you were just like, I, I feel like I gave him too in much. In my mind, we went in through his asshole. Is that weird? <laughs> I couldn't help it. I was like, we're entering him. We're going straight up his fucking McDonald's ass. Um, oh, no. Oh, I can't help no. it. That is um, a greasy butthole. It's okay, awful. you guys, what, so then what did, how did Trump insert himself? <laughs> How hasn't he? Well, the minute he heard four women of color, he was like, I've got to say something. (laughs) Um, I mean, I guess we're supposed to be grateful because he kept the now the fighting is united against this shithead. So, like, also, I mean, I know that nothing he does matters, it would appear. Nothing. He can say he, Mm -hmm. he has said every inflammatory thing a human can say and do and it doesn't matter everything's fine he has not missed a beat no he really that. hasn't no. maybe we should be grateful that like okay he is showing himself to be an absolute garbage man more publicly i i don't know it doesn't seem like anything he does matters so in a way he's inserted himself right the best part is go back to your country what a fucking idiot <laughs> a cursory <laughs> with a cursory Wikipedia search will tell you that only one of them was born outside the country and she's been here since she was 10. Also, I, she's a fucking U.S. citizen. Do I know, we not know I how know. citizenship works? I know. No, well, no, he does not. We literally don't. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, really yeah, do- yeah, yeah, yeah. We he are really dealing doesn't. with a toddler. We're dealing with someone who has no... Uh, the formal education he had was bought for him. He was bought his way into Wharton. It's all a big fucking lie. Mm-hmm. He doesn't read. He's super dumb. He doesn't... He would never be able to pass a citizenship. We're talking about something crazy. I can't believe... He's the fucking president. It's so crazy. <laughs> like, I can't. I cannot. And every podcast dedicated We need to do to like it. a we need to do like a fake the nation like super cut of meltdowns. Um and that'll be the you know the the Because apotheosis. I mean just trying to have a legitimate conversation. This is where this is where we get it wrong, right? This is mm-hmm. the left ha- trying to deal with him as though there's as he's some a person. Sh- shred of shred of humanity. Yeah. And there isn't he's not a person. Yeah. He is the bully cunt on the schoolyard that you hate. Okay, he is a sorry. I'm, I'm now I'm using the word cunt. I don't fucking care. Um, I, you know what? He's just. I mean, why? So of course he's gonna There's shit steam all over. Steam coming out of Jamie's ears for the record. It's just. I mean, what are we supposed to do? I mean, in a way, it's like, yeah, great. Go ahead, blow your head off. Get mad at four like really amazing women who do nothing but set wonderful examples. For everyone, like I mean, I'd be and disappointed like, if he didn't fucking shoot his mouth off and say, "Send them back, send them back to where Massachusetts." Yeah, you dumb fuck. yeah. They fucking ran for Congress against all odds. You know what I mean? These women. It's so crazy. Two of them are Muslim. Get the fuck out of here. You know what I mean? It's so fantastic. Anyway, but Ashley, yeah, what is the like political calculus for this man? Ooh, I never took calculus. Um, <laughs> so one, I would like you to draw out. a rigor. Aggression curve explaining this to me. I just think I, I I don't even know what to think. I feel like we've entered into a world um, where nothing makes sense anymore. Democrats, I feel like we assume best intentions. I don't think there's any best intentions here with this president. Um, and I don't I don't even know how to move 
I don't know. I can't comment. This is my version of a breakdown. Yeah. It's just me you stuttering in a in a, a hamster wheel. Well, you can't. It's like okay. Did you see the documentary Icarus? No. Okay. It was about the oh the yes. Russian the Russian I saw scammer. parts of it. Yeah. To me, the part <laughs> that sticks in my mind is the part where they say to Putin, they go, uh, "Okay, so your athletes were doping," and he says, "No." And they go, "Okay, well, here's the here's the hole in the wall where the pee." Samples went through the wall. This is this is how they did it. And he just goes, no, it's not true. Okay. Right. You can't argue with someone who is a full throttle liar and and sensational. Like he, that, it's like arguing with, you can't do it. Yeah. So now, there's no. Right. But here's the question. Like you can't, right? And then, and the funny, the fun part about him saying, go back to your own country is that when given an opportunity to take that back or like right. calm it down, he leaned in <laughs> in, a, in a press conference situation or whatever, whatever those are called, press scatters or rain, oh. rainbows. What are they called? I don't know. Sprinkling rainbow. I press, like that. Press rainbow. <laughs> they, they, he was given an opportunity to like take it, but kind of take it back. I think he was just like, no, I mean, I literally think like they should go back to, your own, to their own country. And then in a rally last night, this is Thursday morning. So at a rally last night on, on Wednesday night, and I think it was North Carolina, he had the crowd right. chanting or Send the crowd send her back right send yeah. them back send them yes. back send them back um again Which i'm pretty sure we've heard before in our history yeah and that's it, look, as, as some, i mean i guys this is a fun one because i've been told to go back to my own country so many times ah because i've done a lot of like public facing like on the streets uh like they know that i'm i'm like doing a thing on the streets and they know that i'm muslim and they're like go back to your own country and it's documented in my film the muslims are coming you can watch it on oh, yeah, itunes and on amazon um and uh and it's really it's funny cuz it's the it's like the oldest one in the book it's also like the still really it's somehow not i think people sort of think it's not as insulting because they're not like die bitch die or whatever no, they're like you should go it's back like to a, where you're comfortable yeah just like it's a nice back. thing yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're comfortable having you yeah is the, is the big thing <laughs> right, right i don't yeah. think you're comfortable here so go back to your own country um and uh so i've you know i, I i've but the inter so there's something <laughs> about it that feels sort of acceptable i think to large parts of the country oh yeah it's not acceptable for the record but like um why it now he has got a shit approval rating, but it's kind of higher than it's been. And it does it is this gonna work with the base? Is this gonna turn people out? His calculus, we didn't take it. I took calculus. Okay, copy that. His calculus is that it's gonna work, right? He's like, I ran 2016 on these instincts. You think he's that shrewd that he's like, here's my grand plan. I think, his, <laughs> I think his only grand plan is I do what I want and I did what I wanted in 2016 and it worked. Yeah. Also, he did what he wanted in 2018 with those fucking caravans, marauding caravans of like, right. you know. Oh, yeah. Of uh, dangerous Hondurans. Hondurans that were going to eat us or whatever. Which my would not stop talking about. I and mean, I was like, there aren't, I don't know how I can tell that's, you But that's the yeah. power of Fox News. Fox Ugh. News is a psychological weapon. Yes. Used on the wielded. stepdad demographic. Correct. Yeah. Um, it eats people's brains with fear. And so I feel like... It looks like a real but news it, it, organization. But it didn't it work sure in 2018, right? Right. It didn't, it, they didn't maintain the house in 2018. Do you think it's going to work in 2020? Depends how well. And I also, mean, does the fucking, do voters think, really think that four women mm -hmm. who self-refer to themselves as the squad, the powerful horsewomen, the powerful horsewomen, <laughs> <laughs> 
the Sandra Schwarzman. Do they do do does the average voter really think that they have any kind? I mean, we're at the dealing, end of the day, they're just a bunch of. We're dealing with an un- uneducated populace. Mm, you know, yeah. we're dealing with a um, uh, a generation of unfortunately being brought up on. <sighs> reality television and non non literacy non education our education system is in the fucking shitter because mm-hmm. Republicans want to keep the populace stupid. Mm. Um, so it's hard to predict because people who th- think and and further educate themselves and are able to overcome inherent xenophobia, I guess, by traveling to places where there's people who don't look like them. You know, that's why. You walk down the street in New York City. If you're even if you're a person that's been brought up in, and I don't want to completely like marginalize Appalachia, but I'm just going to use it as an example. But like you come to New York City, you walk on the streets with people. You realize, oh, not everybody is out to kill me, get me. Even though no, not everybody looks like me. When you are unable to travel because you're kept poor, uneducated, when you're kept this way, it just depends on the numbers. Yeah, um, I do you, think it's going to work. You think it's going to work? I think he's—he's he's literally just saying the people running for president are these four women. That's who you're voting for, essentially, right? Like that's kind of like his 2020. And you, th- why do you think it's going to work? Okay, so my stepdad is just the 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 <laughs> okay. bar. Right no, 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 that's good. He represents everything. He does, and I also right. think because he represents everything to me that these women represent everything to them. So they represent uh, what. He doesn't see ever in his daily That's right. life. He lives in a white suburb. They don't have any people right, of but color they're coming as neighbors. Together. They're coming to get him. They're coming to get him. And then these four women out there, and they're young and they're uh, sassy <laughs> women, aka just like educated and speaking <laughs> speaking truth with fact um, supporting it. Uh, I think that it, it scares it scares people. And then and they're different. And he is now um, becoming this voice of get the others out. And I think that that's always worked. I know. Your sadly. stepdad is like, why can't they be the sidekick in a television right. show yeah, exactly. the way that those exactly. characters are supposed to be, where they're not the main they attraction, yeah. <laughs> but they're just like, you go, girl, or whatever. And then that's all they do. Yeah, that's adorable. Yeah. 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 Um, that's what he wants. I see. I, I think now that this is like been my fear. I mean, I get, I wonder too if this is like a the media is fucking us again. Like from 2016, they learned nothing because why also should we be putting so much attention on this squabble between the Democrats and the, themselves mm-hmm. on these four women well, but, but on, t- on Trump, you know, Trump's tweets about these four women. I mean, if anyone's making this a thing, it's the fucking news. Which means to me that someone above I'm a conspiracy theorist, but someone above the news has a game plan, and this is part of that game plan. Well, it wasn't it said—I mean, it was said in one of the really good articles in the Times of the Washington Post about this, that the president has a lot to distract from. The Epstein, Acosta— Yeah. yeah. I mean, he has a tremendous stake in keeping this squabble above. And And also, he's not—because he's not smart, and because he doesn't like things that involve big words and whatever, fight with squad— is easy for him to digest and to, like, <laughs> continue to tweet about. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's a combination of strategy and stupidity. Yeah. You know? Um, and what better to have a strategy with than someone who's so stupid you can just oh my God. manipulate them. Guess what? Like, big issues like the climate and everything, it's super boring to him. Yeah. So, I mean, we're really dealing with a teenager in their bedroom who's like, I don't want to do my homework. I want to fight with girls that don't want to go out with me. I mean, that's what it feels like. And how do you approach that kind of person? I have no clue. 
it's like I said, it's like the Putin thing. Yeah. I mean, it's like you, this is this is black, this white, but it's black. I have proof that it's black. He's white. Okay, great. Right. I can't fucking argue with you about that. I can't argue with the fact that you want to fight with these four beautiful women, yeah. <laughs> like who won't go out with you. Yeah. I, I, you know. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I, it all comes down to that. Well, with him, oh, yeah. absolutely. Um, I was thinking to myself, like, it's been so long since he's gotten laid that we're all suffering for it. <laughs> Like, I mean, Melania, Melania is so, I mean, this was a guy, to be fair, who like fucked everything that moved because women who were vile wanted right. some of his money, right? Yeah. He's been married a bunch of times. He cheats on all of them. It's always like porn star or something else. He's clear. I don't think he could secure a hooker in the White House. I think that's too risky. So Melania won't go near him with a fucking 10 foot pole. So this man, the longer he doesn't get laid, the longer we all suffer. And that is how we're going to end that segment. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, we'll keep our tabs on this issue. Um, but you know what? Let us take a quick break and learn about our sponsors. Whomst are lovely. And then um, we'll come back and talk about the human touch. Today's show is sponsored by Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions. It monitors your spending. It helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. I have used Rocket Money. And you guys, honestly, I had no idea how many things I was subscribing to that I didn't want to be subscribing to. I think we all go into, we enter into subscriptions with a Pollyanna view that we're going to use as a subscription, even though it's a super obscure, you know, education app from Albania that uh, teaches Russian math or whatever. And then you're like, I'm never going to use this. Why did I get it? I should remember to cancel it. And then you don't. And I know you guys are like me and I know you've done this to yourselves. And guess what? 75% of people have subscriptions that they've forgotten about. So we're all in this bucket. And I think paying for that stuff is so angering and Rocket Money is there to help. Because basically Rocket Money shows you, hey, look at this is what all the things you are subscribed to. But then here's the bigger thing. To unsubscribe, you don't have to go through the whole rigmarole. Rocket Money unsubscribes for you with a click of a button. It's so easy. The other thing Rocket Money did for me, which I was incredibly grateful for, was reduce the cost of one of my bills. It was my cable bill. Yes, I still have cable. Rocket Money has over 5 million users that have saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. I mean, that tracks for me and for the number of things I was paying for that I'm frankly ashamed of. So thank you, Rocket Money, for like fixing the shame glaze on my life. Uh, so stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash fake the nation. Again, that's rocketmoney.com slash fake the nation. Rocketmoney.com slash fake the nation, you guys. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm -mm -mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. 
CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. I want to tell you about a brand new podcast here on Earwolf called Spanish Aki Presents. Spanish Aki Presents is bringing their live Latinx comedy show to podcast form. The show is hosted by Carlos Santos, Raiza Licea, Oscar Montoya, and Tony Rodriguez. Um, each week, Spanish Aki Presents will be highlighting the best of the best of Latinx comedy, from exciting guests and improv sets to discussions about Latinx culture. And if you're asking yourself, do I need to know Spanish to enjoy this podcast? The answer is no, but you might learn a little along the way, uh, which would be great for you. Find Spanish Aki Presents in your podcast app now and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. We are back and uh, with uh, topic number three. You guys, um, we read this opinion piece in the New York Times. I don't know. It's a little publication uh, called Please Touch Me by Courtney Maum. 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 Um, and uh, and there's a look at this article is called Please Touch Me. But there's so many things out there about people not being with people and Listeners of Fake the Nation know I love this issue. Um, I, I, I love that this issue exists. No, I love talking about it because I want to solve it because I'm so worried about humanity. Um, what What did you make of this article? Like, how did it How did it find? Well, how did I'm, you find it? I am. I'm going to take the liberty of saying that I'm a little bit, tiny bit, eensy weensy bit older than both of you. And and I think it's you, you look like you're 25. I, yeah. Oh my god, thank you. 25 years older than you. Um I uh, <laughs> you know, it's interesting. I think about this issue a lot. I thought about it not to push my own creative projects, but An American Princess, which is about the rent it takes place at the Renaissance Festival. A lifetime show that you can watch on demand or on Amazon. Correct. <laughs> um but it's so we had we had many many discussions about this because the Renaissance Festival itself very briefly, was born of the hippie movement. Mm -hmm. It came out of the 60s, obviously a very touchy-feely time. Yep. Uh, some good touches, some bad touches, but there were lots, there was lots of touching. And it's still a place where human touch is um, not encouraged, but accepted. You know, men who will grab your hand and kiss your, your hand. Um, you know, if you are into it, you will get a hug. You can interact with people. There is still an accept acceptance there. It is diminishing mm -hmm. in recent years, but it is a place where human contact is encouraged and, and part of the whole experience. And so we actually wound up doing one of the episodes about this, about what that looks like, because it is still a workplace. And, you know, I thought about it and there was so much being Generation X and being in my 20s and walking down the street in New York City that was infuriating, you know, being catcalled and touched and pinched and everything. Right. Or as they used to say, a goosed. Um, getting goosed. Um, <laughs> you know, it was uh, not cute and it was really offensive and it was very – it made you full of rage. However um, – you know, I, I do think that we're suffering in some ways from this antiseptic, you know, uh, environment yeah. of of complete and utter don't date 
in your workplace. Don't do, just complete. I mean, first of all, I don't know how people are other than online. It's hard to meet people. Yeah. Yeah, you know? Unless it's at the workplace. Correct. And I do think that there are appropriate ways. I think we as as humans are sophisticated enough and hopefully mature enough most of the time that we can make those decisions and make that a professional uh, atmosphere while at the same time meeting people. Yeah. You know, I know many, 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 many people who've gotten married to the person that they found while they were in the, at work. I met my husband at work, you know. So I I feel like to these blanket statements, there's just no nuance. And that that concerns me. That said, I don't long to go back to the era of goosing. Let's be clear. Yeah. Right. I mean, Ashley, do you agree with the premise of the piece that there's been this kind of like uh, – march towards no one ever touching each other. Of course. And do you think it's a problem? It's a huge problem for me because I'll be very transparent. I have not been um, touched by a human in like three years, but it's because, and I know why, I worked on a cruise ship and everything you just described about goosing um, and being uh, at as I walked down, that was for four months straight, nonstop, 24-7. So I feel like for me, it was taking a long step back. But yeah. now I reading this article, I was like, I do want to be touched. Like this is yeah. this is something and it's, and it's not even it's like what what we're talking about. I mean, I think for so- <laughs> But it's it is so weird when someone touches <laughs> yes. me, which um yes. someone just did across the table and it was welcome. I, um, I just touched her. It feels I like I really feel it because I don't get touched very I, I'm a single no, woman. I mean I, it's just so bizarre right. now. Like you don't get touched. I mean, yeah. it's funny because um I like I uh, I I've, I've been in this uh, writers' room this week, and like when people come up with g- great ideas, like I get my, oh my god, that's so great, and like I like touched a shoulder, and I don't think they care, and I'm fi- I'm fine touching someone's shoulder, but like it is weird, right? Yes. Like yes. I've noted, I don't it. It deeply saddens me, actually, if I feel well, because like we've started to litigate those kinds of things, yeah. and, and 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 the problem is is like. One in every, I don't want to make, let's let's say one in every 50 touches is unwelcome, unwelcome or, right. or, or malicious or mm-hmm. inappropriate. The question is, you know, is it, we have to ask ourselves, is it enough to, of course it should be. It's like, obviously, you don't want to get fucking finger blasted by somebody by mistake. Like, that's like not no. what you want. Yeah, ideally. But no. it's, <laughs> I can see Harry laughing at my <laughs> saying finger blasted by mistake. Um <laughs> But at the same time, like, do are we throwing away the baby with the bathwater? You know? Right. Yeah. I mean, because here's the thing. I mean, I I um I read uh beyond this piece. Um, there was a another piece about a guy who kind of like reached out and held his father's hand as the father was um like in hospice, um and dying, and he was like really nervous and felt really weird about it, and oh. like, but then he did it, and it was like great, and he's glad he did it, whatever. And um and the fact of the matter is, touch relaxes the nervous system. I mean, there's science behind touch. Touch isn't something that's like we, you know, it's a cultural thing. We think it's cool or bad or whatever. There's yeah. actual human biological reasons why it happens. Um, it reduces stress, uh, heart rate, and blood pressure. Touch has even been found to uh, lower the level of cortisol in the body, especially in women, which, uh, when it's elevated, impedes our working memory and, most critically, our immune system's resiliency. I have no working memory and no immune system. I mean— This is—I've discovered There that. it is. There it is, Ashley. Um, well, I mean— it, And now it's become—I think we were in an er- era— 
I think, of like dwindling nuance. Yeah. Um, and uh, that I think is, you know, where like you can be critical of Israel and not be anti-Semitic, right? That's nuance that we're having a hard time like putting, keeping together. All of it. Yeah, you can have like touch, um, non-sexual touch among uh, friends or even colleagues, like the way I touched someone when they had a hilarious idea on their shoulder. Yeah. Also, um, you can you have you, you have free will. Move away, if right? Said, or if, whatever. It doesn't have to trigger. I mean, I hate. But to, I think it's, a, it's like become we've now associated it with like. There's like a social anxiety now with my maybe paranoia. even getting a touched. Bit, yeah. yeah, sure, because people's lives have been ruined. Oh, and 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 public hangings and everything else for people that have abused the touch. Can I tell you guys one of the most beautiful things I've seen in the last six months? My baby Please. is six months. <gasps> baby is six months, and she has a friend um, named Francie. Uh, shout out to Francie, um, who is ten months. So so Francie's like can stand and like like hug and do stuff like that um and uh and my, my baby was still like having a hard time sitting up and all that shit but francie's first instinct when she met my baby was to hug her yeah. and literally put her this is a 10 month old or like at the time 11 months and i was like this is it this is what humans want to do at a very basic straight up babies level is they want to touch the you know this person and show them that they're there and that they care and that they want I to I hugged you when I first you came totally in here. You totally hugged me. Like I, I guess I also am able to hold these things these truths. Like not everything needs to be a trigger. Meaning mm-hmm. like you can stop something physical that is an advance that you don't want. Right. And without it scarring you for the rest of your life. Like, I, I really believe that. Like, if, if I'm hugging someone, I'm like, ah, this doesn't feel so good. Hey, gently push away. It's up to me whether or not I want to carry that experience into all the future experiences yeah. that I have. Yeah. It's also like such an American thing, though, because, you know, <clears throat> yes. in Iran or like I was just in Morocco recently and men will walk down the streets with their arms around each other. Yes. Completely yes. non-sexual. Yes. It's just an act of friendship. Yes. And I think and there's such a fucking like, ugh, I hate this term, but like a no homo situation in the United States with, with men. Yep. Um, men have a hard time making friends at a certain age they have a hard time I mean, oh my god they're all alone it's so it's so depressing yeah so i i think like we need to like forgetting like the kind of unwanted sexual advances when they're when you're in a a completely non-sexual situation when you're like talking to someone's grandmother Mm -hmm. or whatever and you're you know uh there's clearly nothing going on Mm -hmm. why is touch so absent holding from the hands and and uh shoulder to shoulder and games that children play i mean i wonder how they're being weeded out you know now that my kids are a little out of that sort of preschool age yeah. but i am curious about that because preschools have traditionally encouraged you know even duck duck goose like little games that children play holding hands red rover like things that and do encourage touch yeah and i wonder how that's changed and i hope it doesn't change. Although I think it's confusing that you do do it up to a certain age and then they're like, Ugh. and now you stop. Yeah. Right. yeah. Now girls have cooties. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. taught fifth and sixth grade and I'm trying to think, I think it was usually keep your hands to yourself, but hands were, they weren't trying to like 
reach out and you know I'm gonna hold you. Yeah, hand. I'm gonna hold oh. your hand and like support <laughs> you. Support you and if you don't like this, you can move away. Yes, yeah. That's I the have other thing. Free it, will, as you said, I, I can move. I mean, I really do believe that. It's like yeah. I, I, I think that we're forgetting that we are we have autonomy and that yeah. not everything is done to us. We ourselves can take a, a, a step and say, I don't want to do this. It's like, I mean, I don't want to go completely off topic, but I have another thought about this and it involves Michael Jackson. We're not going there. Okay. It doesn't matter. So, um, but, but I do think that we can make our decisions. Yeah. It doesn't have to be awkward after either. And I think people yeah. are afraid of that, especially in the workplace. I work at a very touchy feely workplace and I wrote the workplace conduct training and it was just like, <laughs> you can ask someone out once was what I decided. Oh, yeah. So it was okay. like, if they say no, then sorry, you're out. But right, you can, right. Like right. we're going to allow you to do I, that. I love much. that. Yeah. yeah. That's great. That's how people meet. Yeah. No, totally. And I want people had... to ask me out. It was for me. <laughs> I wrote that in, in our conduct training You're for adorable. me. You're adorable. I wish I was single and uh, lesbian. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> the, so uh, the other interesting thing, though, that I think is, like, strange is the now commodification of touch. There's, like, a service oh, called Cuddle Me Up. I saw that. Um, there's a service called Rent-A-Friend. Um, Rent-A-Friend. Yeah. These are all websites that you can go look at. And I I I feel like it's um very Japanese. A, it's very Japanese. It's a sad because you know, there's so many more services there, and there's also inanimate girlfriends and stuff more so <laughs> in Japan. Um, but I feel like the now commodification of a thing that should be absolutely free, that should be a part of just the human uh, innate desire to be in a tribe and to, like, mm-hmm. travel with them and to share with them and to work with them. Like, you, that's what we are, right? We are pack animals. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we're – and we've, we've, we've sort of ad- technologically advanced ourselves away from our own instinctual good. Well, that goes back to the old technology, you know, good or bad conversation, too, because it's technology that's also keeping us at arm's length. You know, even preventing awkward situations that would result in potential touch, you know, we are no longer looking people in the eye. Yeah. Um, Oh, yeah. Eye contact. Big big one. Well, that's what eventually leads to physical touch, right? So we've completely cut that layer out of it. When's the last time you were in an elevator and you felt the need to not look at your phone? Like, it doesn't happen. Right. Yeah. I like for I've like forced myself today. I forced myself to have a little chat on the elevator up. It's I mean, only that, two floors. I hate still, to say it, but that's kind of important. Yeah, yeah. You know no, what I mean? I mean, absolutely. So I feel constantly. like it's a survival thing for me personally. You know, I constantly chat with strangers. Oh my god! Yes, yeah, it's I'm never returned. You. It's always like, "Excuse me, are you speaking to me?" And I'm just like <laughs> making a joke about whatever, just so that there's some yeah. connection. I mean, yeah. and as and as moms, like I try to teach my children that other people are not terrifying yeah. you know what I mean like it's okay to like make because the nice thing about kids is they'll just kind of speak loudly wherever they are and like people will respond and so the difference is picking up the ball and just being like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you know what I mean having that little interactions like those are very important very yeah. important and they've done studies I've talked about this before they've done studies like l- re- reading people's stress levels before and after and all that stuff and after a shit dumb interaction that is about the weather People literally feel better. Yes. Um. In I think I can't remember. It's like their 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 heart rate and all that stuff. Like uh, their stress levels and and uh, and all that. There's studies done about this. Okay, you guys. Um, I guess our point is. <laughs> 
you know what kind of touches the right kind. Yes. And start just how about start with some eye, good old fashioned eye contact and then goose and somebody. Then... <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, you guys. Um, that is the end of the show. Thank you. Thank how you. do you guys feel? I feel good. I feel like we fixed it. Done. I feel yeah. like we fixed me a little bit too. Oh, definitely oh, we fixed Ashley. So thank you. Thank yeah, you. we fixed Ashley. Title of the show. <laughs> Everyone touch Ashley at work. Thank you so much. <laughs> I'll sit on the sixth floor. <laughs> um, you guys, I would love for the people of Fake Nation to follow you and your good works. Uh, Jamie, where would they do that? At Jamie Denvo on Twitter and on Instagram. And uh, like I said, American Princess is available on Amazon Prime for $19.99 or on demand for free on Lifetime. Oh my you... God, watch it. I'm doing it tonight. I'm going to watch it's it. It's really fun. It's very wait. touching. Oh. Very touchy. I'm, I'm into it. I, t- I saw the, I saw the trailer. I'm so excited. Um, uh, yeah. Ashley, you where can do people see, find you? Oh my gosh, I do so many characters on my Instagram that uh, 100 to 200 people might see. Um, <laughs> so I'm, I'm at it's Ashley England on Instagram and it's at Ash England on Twitter. Uh, and you guys know where to find me on the Instagrams, on the Twitters. I'm going to be doing shows here and there, whatever. Um, and uh, so come and do that. But you know what? I would really like to be able to thank the people who make this show happen. That's our producer, Harry Nelson, our talented audio engineers, Andy Christens and Jared O'Connell. Gabby Alter wrote our theme music. Don't forget to pick up his album, Yes, Gabriel. And Lily Fleshler helps with research, you guys. We love hearing from you. You know this about me. So send us your feedback. Um, Topics that you think we should be addressing, guest ideas, uh, leave us a voicemail at 347-770-4981. Or you can drop us a line at comsofakethenation.com. I read them. I incorporate them. I uh, I love to hear from you. So please, to the emails and the voicemails. Um, and, of course, if you like what you hear, please leave us a, um, a review on Apple Podcasts because that's like a thing that helps people find the show. Tell your friends about the show. Okay. That's it. And we'll be back next week. Thank you so much. Um, and I, I touch you with my voice <laughs> gently on the shoulder. <laughs> Goodbye. Ha <laughs> ha